As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I used to think time was my enemy My future wasn't looking good So worried about the things I couldn't see I couldn't see the things I could I was aging fearfully Worrying my life away When all along I should have been Thankful for every day finally made a friend of time now you could say that i'm aging gratefully Broadcasting from the rolling hills of the beautiful Tennessee Valley from the foothills of the Great Smoky Mountains across this amazing nation and spanning the universe you're listening to, Aging Gratefully, I'm your host, gerontologist Holly Kelly, bringing you exceptional guests and novel information to ensure you age great, live full, and embrace each extraordinary day for the incredible gift it is. Welcome everyone to the Aging Gratefully Show. We broadcast every Friday on the CTR Network at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Welcome to Aging Gratefully, beautiful listeners far and wide across the globe. How are you doing out there today? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're happy. I hope you're healthy. And I hope that regardless of the circumstances we're facing, you're learning to lean into life's what isness by now and discover, uncover, new ways to be in this unprecedented yet new normal we all collectively face together. I am so inspired by you out there who share with me the things you're doing. You are like a great big breath of incentive, some of you, a distillery of inspiration. As I hear how you pass the time, some of you really had your pandemic backup plan in order. Your rainy day to-dos were waiting for such a time when life in the fast lane would bring us a virtual break check and boom, 
halt to a standstill we mutually became. Making do with less. I won't negate the terrible direness it created for some as uncertainty was doled out instead of paychecks. But as we had less to do with, do you think we did more with less? Interesting really to ponder how we squander that which is plenteous. I remember during the first wave of COVID around here, we weren't really doing anything that wasn't absolutely necessary. We were having groceries delivered, that which was available, that is, because again, we lived and in many respects, we still kind of do. We, we've shed the water wings, but in a limited consumer access society. My daughter and I just wanted to make pizza with the homemade dough and we needed yeast. You couldn't get yeast at any of the grocery stores. You couldn't get yeast from Amazon. Basically, you couldn't get yeast, or at least I couldn't. Something so small, something I didn't really care previously if it was in my cupboards or not, was actually a platinum level grocery item to us during these times of less than. The reason I share this story is because we had so much fun baking and cooking but we couldn't make that pizza crust and have it rise up the way we love it without the yeast. We decided to clean out the pantry and straighten because, of course, you do these things in a pandemic stay-at-home order. You organize your photographs, you clean your cupboards, you get all your getting orders in order, right? And I can tell you that when I got to the bottom of the spice bin and I found hidden beneath the baking soda, a triplet pack of rapid rising dry yeast. I believe they heard us jumping and screaming for joy miles away. We were literally giddy, jumping up and down in the kitchen screaming, we have yeast, we have yeast, look. I mean, it was ridiculous. I don't think Indiana Jones would have been so excited to have found the Holy Grail as we were to have discovered those little packets of dry yeast so we could make our pizza pies. Now, for those of you listening, you might think, dang, this family really takes their pizza serious. Or, okay, well, I'm going to buy some yeast if this is the thing you can't get during a pandemic. Thanks for sharing. Alexa add yeast to the grocery list or some of you will just get it that it is truly sometimes remarkably so in the less than that we can appreciate more but had we had plenty more than enough of even yeast There would have been no celebration. There would have been no ridiculous joy, no watchful eyes with smiles peering into the lit up oven window as the crust rose and cast its incredible aroma throughout the house. It seems then in less than we can have more appreciation. So when life gives you less than, I want you to open your eyes, scan the cupboards of your existence, for your yeast. That's code for the bounteousness that is before you. And like my packets of quick rise yeast, 
you may have to clear some things out of the way. You may have to look underneath some things, play hide-and-seek with what is available to you to find all that you can appreciate or discover how you can turn simplicities, the treasures, into dough or divineness or delicious delight. It is on us, by the way, to find our way. But the good news is we have many people that have walked the path before us. We have people who can guide us, can share their recipes for how to be in appreciation of what may be less than ideal or even less than. Ironically, as a gerontologist, I realize all too often that people view aging much like the sand going through an hourglass, sifting through, eventually allowing us to bear witness to a fearful reality that there is no longer more sand in the top part of the glass or even equal, but once again we find ourselves at this crossroads of less than. The sand in the hourglass at a certain age can appear less than a top than on the bottom. So once again I ask you to find that which allows you to rise, your yeast. We can't put the sand back in the top, but we can certainly make every single grain of sand sifting through that glass exceptionally, astoundingly, amazingly, inconceivably count. And like those grains of sand and my yeast packets, rise to make every day count. But there's another option it's reserved for not out-of-the-box thinkers, actually, but the thinkers that actually discard the box altogether. Yep, I've said that often. Don't tell me to think outside the box because I'll ask you why there was a box in the first place. Some of you out there, my super aging rebels extraordinaire, you will break all the rules alongside me and follow the best of advice we serve up weekly with our great and homemade side of yeast rising pizza dough and it is you that are the ones that see the sand sifting through that hourglass and you stare at it for a moment you watch ever so intently you make a few faces at it almost daringly and then you are the ones that take that hourglass and simply turn it upside down that's right and you do it again and again and again because reset is your middle name your changes change agent in fact and you don't see aging as limited you see it as unlimited you don't see boundaries you will not be confined or defined by a chronological identifier and you will keep on living to the better end an end, by the way, that you've designed and choreographed up special just the way you want it. <laughs> and now it's time for this week's alphabet soup for the psyche. And honestly, how could Socrates, known as the questioner of everything and everyone, how could he have had this figured out way back in 399 BC? Quote, the secret of change is to focus all your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. 
And our Aging Gratefully show dedication this week is to a word I have used many times in posts and social media and other venues. It's a Japanese word, ikigai. And it means a reason for being. The word refers to having a direction or a purpose in life, that which can make one's life worthwhile and towards which an individual takes spontaneous and willing actions, giving them satisfaction in a sense of meaning to life. And that's the attitude I want for all my amazing, amazing aging rebels to embrace. That aging isn't a disadvantage or deduction of life's bountiful what isness. It's not a withdrawal from the checking account of life. It's not a debit from your hopes and dreams. It's literally like a cash deposit you never expected that increases your account balance, i.e. your bounty. Aging is literally your gift of growing older, your gift of life, but most of all, your gift of living. And as I've said many times, aging is our fortune. You are all going to definitely love today's guest who has a lot to say about getting the most icky guy out of our years. So she's on a mission to challenge the heck out of aging. And her name is Kathleen Sinclair, who earned her master's degree at age 60, joined the Peace Corps at 63 years young, and now travels the United States with her trailer in tow. Her passion? motivating people 60 years and up to live a purposeful second half of their lives and reframe how we view aging. You can visit her at www.kathleensinclair.com. It is with great and incredible pleasure that we welcome you, Kathleen, to the Aging Gratefully Show. So happy you're here. Oh, thank you so much, Holly. I feel honored working, looking at all of your past guests and I'm just very happy to be here. Oh my goodness, we're so excited to have you. So what an inspiration you are. I don't even know where to begin because, well, first of all, you have a fun life because you're a fun person. Well, I like to think that I'm a fun person and I do have a fun life. And you know, fun isn't anything that, um, you know, you don't say you're happy all the time. It's just a it's kind of an inner feeling of gratitude and thankfulness and being alive every day. That's, it's the wonder of it, I think. So that's what I find fun. I love that. So tell us a little bit about you. I'm enamored by, you know, all that I know, but I want you to kind of, um, kind of set the stage of Kathleen Sinclair for our guests. Okay, well... I'm 75 years old at this moment, and um, of course, you know, we'll get older, which is fine. And like you said, I travel the U.S. Um, in a little caravan I bought in Canada. I tore it with my small SUV, my Subaru Outback, and it's a way for me to challenge aging while meeting people, talking to people, finding out what people are thinking, and so on. So. It is a, a, plus I love traveling. I just love seeing new places. So that's a, really what I'm doing right this minute. I am staying with my daughter in South Carolina and um, helping her move to Florida. So I do a little bit of everything if I can. 
That's amazing. Okay, so you kind of are a, an inspiration and you yourself have been inspired. You want to live to be, um, I'll, I'll change it a little bit, holy shiitake mushroom old. So tell us about that. Where did that begin? And uh, what made you have that that absolute inspiration to do so? Well, it started in the very beginning. It's changed over time, but it started when I was 25. And when when I was 25, uh, my dad died. And um, he'd been, he'd been, well, he had COPD, so he wasn't feeling his best. But uh, he'd gone in and out of the hospital, and they would send him home. We'd take him into the emergency room and so on. That gone on a few times. And then one night, they decided to keep him in. He died during the night. So the next day, I was elected to go to the hospital and pick up his personal belongings. So I did that, and the lady came out and handed me a brown paper grocery bag, just like you would get at the grocery store. And I thought, this, this is, this is my dad. This is, this is all I have of my dad. This is, this is my dad in this bag. And I, it just struck me that, I really couldn't think of anything that he had really done with his life. Um, he didn't have a good life. He drank a lot. He, he wasn't the best dad, but, but he was my dad, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know, this is not okay. This is not the way to live when you get older. This is, I promised myself, I, th- I said, when I get older, I am going to live a wonderful life. I'm going to do things. I'm going to go places. I'm going to be something. And so it was kind of a determination. But then you know what happens is life sort of goes on. And I didn't really think about it again until I was about 60. Mm -hmm. And it just struck me one time, like, here you are, Kathleen. What are you doing? What are you going to be doing here? And so I I just had this sort of awareness that it sort of sneaks up on you. And then so I made a determination, again, a second determination about, what was I going to do and how was I going to go about doing that? And and that's what I've been doing ever since. Wow. Okay. So you've touched on so much that we talk about regularly on the show. You're like the poster child for all we want to convey. So I, I love it. So you had that pivotal moment in your youth that really, it sent this incredible message to you. And, and you said, yes. I'm going to live and I'm going to leave a legacy. These are the things that I'm going to do. And my legacy is going to speak to other generations about the way I lived. So, I mean, there was a lot going on there. And then you talked about that very thing that can trap every single one of us that I refer to it as life interrupted. We can be so overcome that we forget those kind of promises that we made, you know, those pacts that we made with ourselves early on. And it's really difficult, Kathleen, and you've probably talked to people for individuals to find their way back to you, that 25-year-old girl that made that choice back then, and then so much life happens, and then you get in your 60s, and you're like, okay, wait a minute. I I do want to redefine. I want to hit the reset switch. But again, okay, wait, what did I used to enjoy? What What did I say I was going to do? What were my dreams and aspirations? So I would love for you to help listeners in this moment, um, help them kind of jog their memory. How do you kind of take the little footsteps back to uncover what that is? Because so many are challenged to even know where to begin. 
Well, <clears throat> that's an excellent question. And I think it's um, particularly people are, you know, in an older age group that we, we've gotten caught up in life. We've gotten, we've, life was sort of set out for us. And so we were, we grew up as a child and we were told what to do. We went to school, we did this, we did this, we did this. We had our families, we had bought our houses, we had our career. But then what happens, I think, is that we lose track of who we really can be. We have all of these skills, challenges, uh, experiences, uh, memories, things that we have done in our lives. And all of a sudden, it's like we don't have a purpose. And so what I think is that we need to go back and like I was listening to a lot of your shows where you talk to people about how amazingly brilliant and wonderful they are. And that's what I think too. I think if you can get in touch with that in itself, just look at your life. You wouldn't be at this point if you hadn't gone through amazing and done amazing things and had challenges and all kinds of things that you did and went right through fear, went through tragedy, went through a lot of things to bring you where you are. So I don't think people realize how much they have to offer. And that's just what I, I just think they need to go back and realize all of the wonderful things they've done up to this point. I love that advice. And sometimes, you know, I think it's important that uh, we just kind of sit for a moment and we kind of go through our own personal archive, our cognitive archive, and we look back and maybe we don't, there's no magic to it. We literally just look back and see where we've been to help us discover where we're headed. And for some, they're going to say, oh, <laughs> definitely nowhere close to where I've been. And for others, they're like, okay, I see that. I definitely see the breadcrumb trail and I know where I want to go. So, and, and we can, we can get caught up in life with what we are and we forget what we be. And so that's, yeah. that's so easy to happen. And I, I would say that many of us find ourselves there. How do you feel in our current times of me on a quest for fast rising yeast, the pandemic among us? How do you feel that that is impacting uh, people and their ability to be able to, well, here you are traveling. Uh, so we'll start with that because your saying is, I want people to be a traveler, not a tourist. And what's going on out there right now? And how is it impacted by the pandemic? Well, I think that, and you've mentioned this before too, I think there's a lot of fear and there's there's fear Fear erupts when we don't know something. You know, that's why there's a lot of fear around dying. There's fear around aging. There's fear in things that are different and strange to us. And um, I'm thinking that for me, I'm an introvert. I love this quiet time. I love letting the earth heal. I love having uh, conversations like this with you. And And we don't have to be looking at each other or touching each other, but we touch in another way. And I, I see that if people can make these kind of connections, if they can listen to programs like yours, if they can read books, if they can turn off the TV and not listen to the news, then I think that you calm that fear 
and you realize that there's a little quote I want to read you from Alan Watts. I just found it. Please do. The only way to make the only way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it, move with it, and join the dance. Mm. Alan Watts. Now, that's the thing. I think if we realize that it's changed, people. No matter what, we're not going back. We're not going. No matter what the outcome of all of this pandemic is, it's going to be different. Things are going to be different. And so if we can figure out a way to dance with this, and dancing sometimes is slow like the waltz, or it's really, really active and and out there like the tango. If we can learn to, to go with those kinds of things and be open and flexible with ourselves, plus love ourselves, then I think that we will be able to move forward with whatever this brings. Well, I, I love it that you said that because life has definitely been dialed back for us. And had it not been, of course, mandated for us, I, we would have no governor on life. It would just keep on going. And so it has, our, our society has just been getting bigger and mega and massive. And would you like to upsize? Would you like to supersize? Would you like the fries with that? Which, and everything's growing. And uh, from how we celebrate is just getting gargantuous and huge and over over the topness, and I think that the entire message of finding and cherishing more in a less than just like you know, there's so much appreciation going on. People are learning to uh, make their homes work better for them, enjoy that mm-hmm. space. Uh, people are coming together, and uh, if it's just four or five of them that you know versus two hundred, they're making meaning of what is there and what is present. And it's probably more of a connection than trying to take care of two hundred people at an event where you know things get kind of lost in a shuffle. So I do think that um, we are learning, and I'm glad that you said that um, because it it's not going to probably ever be what it was. Would you agree? I, I think you're, I, I, I don't see how it could be. You know, first mm-hmm. of all, our mindset is different and we're going to be looking at the world through a different lens than True. we were before. Like you say, everything was so fast paced. Now that we have experienced this slowness, this more introspection, this more um, doing without and realizing that we are enough, we don't need all of that then I'm not sure how it can ever go back. And I don't know that I want it to go back. You know, it's, um, I think there are amazing things happening through this that we will be able to benefit, everybody will benefit from. Yes, and I think that a lot of people are feeling like, wow, you know, I never knew. You don't know what you don't know. And now that they know, they're like, I'm not sure that I want to return to that. On the other side of break, I was hoping that you could talk about all these amazing adventures that you've been having driving around with your RV. And I want you to talk about, because other people are doing that. People are getting outside and people are, uh, I've heard some cities and areas, they're challenged to even find um, uh, RVs and boats and things like that because the world's moving more outside uh, to those spaces and to enjoy it. And so I wanted you to talk about what it's like to be a traveler, not a tourist. That's I have that right, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. great. I'd love uh, to. Thank you. Okay, wonderful. Today we are grateful 
to be with Kathleen Sinclair. I love this conversation. I love everything that she's about and you're going to love her. I actually, um, I know that you do and I want you to visit her and learn more about her. There's just so much that she's doing that you can embrace Aging Rebels. Visit her at www.kathleensinclair.com. That's K-A-T-H-L-E-E-N-S-I-N-C-L-A-I-R.com. And I just want to thank you out there, my goodness. You're tuning in from all over the world. And I don't know how you found the show, but I'm just so grateful in all of our differences that uh, you share this with us. And that is that uh, we want to age great uh, in the spirit of gratitude together. So uh, thank you so much for sharing the show like you have. It warms my heart. And it is you, the incredible listener and wonderful guests like we have today that have made this show awarded in the top 15 shows on aging on the entire planet that you should listen and subscribe to. You rock, you roll, model, and you do. And I'm grateful for each of you. I'm your host, gerontologist Holly Kelly, and we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Dave Nassani. I'm the caregiver's caregiver, caregiverdave.com. And I'm the author of my book, It's My Life Too, Thrive to Stay Alive as a Caregiver. And I was just a guest on the CTR Studio B, Holly Kelly, aging gratefully and it was an amazing time she is an amazing host her voice is so calm and soothing and she speaks like a poet and her words just resonate and i am uh, so glad and grateful that i had the opportunity to speak on her show and i think she's doing an amazing job in helping people age gratefully and i highly recommend uh the show to anybody who is getting old. And I guess that's everybody, isn't it? Because I know I am. So thank you, Holly, for having me on the show. And God bless you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Sunrises and sunsets. Final Affairs Forged with Flair, Finesse, and Functionality is a delightful book for every adult of any age and any stage. This multi-award-winning book written by gerontologist Holly Kelly is a soul-soothing journey and novel approach to completing your personal affairs and advanced care planning. Readers are calling it transformative, life-changing, and fun. Prepare lovingly, plan thoughtfully, live dynamically. Available on Amazon and most bookstores. Author autographed copies are available at sunrisesandsunsetsbook.com where you can subscribe, register for a workshop, and more. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, this is Dr. Greg Hammer from Stanford. I'm the author of the book, Gain Without Pain. Uh, my website is www.greghammermd.com. And I just enjoyed an hour with Holly Kelly on her show, Aging Gratefully. And I can just say that it was a tremendous pleasure having a dialogue with Holly. We're speaking the same language maybe using different terminology, but uh, I have a great deal of respect for Holly and very much enjoyed the show. So I hope to be back and wish you all well. Thank you so much, best listeners in the entire world. And you are, I can say that. Uh, Welcome back to Aging Gratefully. I'm your host, gerontologist Holly Kelly. And today, you're loving this uh, with Kathleen Sinclair as much as I am. And she's sharing her heart-centered approaches um, and uh, on how to challenge aging, actually. And I know every single aging rebel is at attention right now saying, yes, I'm in, I'm in. I want to hear more about this. So happy to have her with us today. And I just want to invite you also to know that um, there's so many ways that you can listen to the show. So, of course, you can ask Amazon Alexa, but you have to say it a certain way or I can't promise what she'll bring up for you. But you have to say Alexa Play Aging Gratefully with Holly Kelly podcast and she'll bring up the show for you. Um, There's, um, I don't know, Spotify, Google Play, your Android and Apple devices, um, your Samsung and uh, Amazon Fire Smart TVs, uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio. I, I really, there's so many different ways for you to take the show with you on the go, for you to listen at home. We are where you are, and I just appreciate that uh, you're finding the shows and sharing them. Thank you so much. So, a great show today. I would like you to visit Kathleen Sinclair at KathleenSinclair.com, where you can learn more about her life-enhancing work in many areas. Uh, so she uh, she does road living travel tips on her website and why and how she plans to be holy shiitake mushroom old and how to be a traveler, not a tourist, uh, is one of the things I'm very interested in and how to be invested in life. Like, are we all about this? We so are. So welcome back to the show. Kathleen, how do we um, go about being a traveler, not a tourist? Well, one of the things that I have found uh, that works for me is I go alone. And now I'm not saying that everyone needs to travel alone, but I find I pay a lot more attention to other people and other things if I'm not chatting with one of my best friends next to me. 
So you can, well, you do research. I do research before times where I'm going. So I kind of know what it is that I'm looking for or where I want to go. And I just think you have to be open and willing to accept things that aren't similar to the way you do things. That might be the way people speak. It might be the food they eat. It might be the way they address you or the questions they ask you. It might be the way they dress. It just doesn't, it doesn't, if you're just open to it, it's like, whoa, this is just like a little present for you. And um, I think one of the ways to tamp down any fear is to travel. The more you travel, the more you meet other kinds of people, see other kinds of things and realize, hey, this is just normal. This is just the way things are. And so you you learn to be, um, I don't know what it is. I'm very, very curious. So I ask a lot of questions and um, and I listen and I really want to um, meet other people and be part of the way they live. Well, that's fabulous. And so, and what you're interested, you know, you, you want to grow in knowledge yes. and uh, you're, you're very much seeking uh, to know more. So how is the pandemic affecting travel? Well, it's, it, of course, at first it shut it down, you know, and so when I travel in my little caravan, I call it a caravan because it's so <laughs> tiny. It's so cute. When I travel in my little, in my little caravan, um, um, I like my favorite place to stay it, in the United States. It's they're fabulous are state parks. And of course those got shut down right away. Mm-hmm. And then uh, other, but there are plenty of RV parks. They're usually really, really close together. They want to make a lot of money. So everybody's crammed in cheek to jowl mm-hmm. and uh, that's okay though. I meet lots of nice people. So um, the, what you have to do is decide where you're going and decide what's open. So I make phone calls, I get on websites, I find out what's going on and if they're open and um, uh, how they are um, promoting safety and so on. And it's just, um, it's been very, very gratifying because every place that I have stayed, they have instituted massive safety precautions in all areas, of course, Many things get closed, like their little meet meetups and their little barbecues and the office and so on. So it's smaller, but it is absolutely doable and with some planning. And uh, I, of course, nothing like uh, there was never any difficulty with getting fuel or anything like that or even food. We thought at first maybe there was a shortage. Everybody went out and bought certain items, but over time we realize those things are coming back and it's not a big deal. We don't have to hoard them. So I have not found any difficulty in in traveling or, or getting my needs met or finding a nice place to stay or meeting people that are friendly. And um, I mean, you can talk at a distance easily, you know, mm-hmm. 10 feet and have a nice conversation. Yes, you are an aging rebel rock star. You're the one that took the hourglass and turned it upside down. We we were talking about you, <laughs> and we love. Yeah, it. I think um, so. Well, the thing is too is that that particular enough. I have my my lady friends say, "Oh, Kathleen, I could never do that." 
oh, I, I'm not strong enough, or, you know, I don't know, I it, like hooking the trailer together and unhooking it and doing that physical mess. But the truth is, yes, you can, ladies, you can do this. Well, that's you what I wanted this. to ask you, because now, I mean, you are, are clearly independent, um, very empowered, uh, but a lot of people wouldn't have the confidence to travel solo. Well, then I think what you do is you start out with going with somebody. Mm-hmm. You start out traveling with somebody and you, uh, or you go places where you know somebody. Mm-hmm. So between point A and B, you're on your own. But when you get to B, oh, whew, I know I'm at my friend's house and I can relax and chat with them. So you figure out what works for you. And then you challenge yourself maybe 5 10% to push beyond your comfort zone, and to maybe go that one little step further. There are wonderful people everywhere who want to help, who will answer your questions, who will help you if you have a problem. I have, I mean, people fall out of the woodwork trying to be helpful. It's It's just amazing. And I don't know if it's because I'm older and they say, oh, well, this lady might need some help, but they even come up and ask me, if you need help, I'm at site number 72 and I go, Oh, thank you so much. You know? (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. And so I think it's very empowering though, that you're saying, you know, don't, don't sell yourself short. You are capable. And just like you said earlier in the show, remember who you are, Uh, remember what you've made up and remember how, uh, what you're made of and remember how far you've come in life. So yes, you can hook up a trailer and you can go do this. Um, so Uh, I think that you are an incredible confidence builder for so many others who would love to do that because sometimes somebody may not have somebody to travel with and they want these adventures and you can't wait around in life. Get on with your adventure, right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And, and, uh, if, and just make it short. If it's a day trip at first, fine. It's a day trip. Mm-hmm. Then make it longer, you know? So, um, Yes, you can. That's all I'm going to tell them. Is that, and particularly older women, sometimes I think some of our age group were, were not taught to be independent. You know, they were taught to be dependent and not resourceful, but they have it in them. Every single woman I know, they have it in them. And the men too, of course, but it's, it's older women sometimes that don't realize how brilliant they are. Yes. That's an important message. So what do you want to, what do you want to do when you grow up, Kathleen? Well, first of all, I don't want to grow up. I mean, I don't want to be <laughs> Peter Pan, but oh my God, you know, um, no, he was a little bit of a twit, wasn't he? But anyway, I, <laughs> I think that, you know, I really want to keep doing what I'm doing. And I want, I feel that now that people over 60 are about 20% of the population, I feel that we have so much to offer, so much to give to the world that I want to start a movement to have people realize that. And that no matter what problem there is in the world, whether it's it's, um, a massive problem of, um, you know, cleaning up the environment or homelessness or education or healthcare, I truly, truly believe that our group of people know the answers and that we have them and collectively that we know what to do and how to do it. And so I, I just want to reach out 
and find as many people as I can to go with me on this journey. And I want us to be role models for everyone coming up to this age to realize, holy smoke, this is a great place to be. Yes. And so I invite people to connect with you again at your website. They can connect with you at KathleenSinclair.com. You're also on um, various social media as well. So can you walk us through a typical, a typical day? Well, is anything typical, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not lately. I don't so. know. Any, I don't know anymore. But we yeah, don't know how to here. define typical anymore. That's right. But, yes. Holy, holy smoke. So an untypical day is, um, um, I, I walk early in the morning and the reason I'm walking right now, because I'm at my daughter's is I walk her dogs. So we, I walk the dogs at a nice wooded place for three, four miles. And then I, I have my little routine in the morning. I read something, I read for about a half an hour on something that I am not an expert in, that, but that I want to know about. And so I'm reading Stephen Hawking now, and I swear to you, sometimes I have to read two or three times, but I, that's what I do. I challenge myself. I also meditate. Uh, and I have some physical exercises that I do. I, I work because I'm in a tiny space. I have some little weights, but I also have some bands that I work with. And I do a lot of Qigong and I write in my gratitude journal um, every day. So, and then I work for four hours doing my writing. And, um, and then that's, that's uh, everything else comes after that. So that's what I do. Yes, and uh, you do write. You write for uh, 60ME? Yes. Yes, I write for 60ME, and I write my blog posts, and I'm writing for a Medium. And um, I'm, I'm looking for other places to present my work, but I, and I'm also writing, well, I finished a course. I just, I'm sending it in today, and I'm writing a book. So I'm, yes, I'm writing. Yes, so tell us about this, um, this book that um, you are working on. Tell us about what that's going to entail. It's going to be, I'm calling it a roadmap um, because I want it to be a guide, a way that people can see how to get from where they are now to where they want to be. And I'm using myself as an example, as well as the hundreds of people I've talked to weaving in stories of things you can do to upscale your life from this point forward. It doesn't matter if you're 50, 60, 85, it doesn't matter. You start where you are and you move forward. But it also means that you look at yourself. So, I mean, you, you look at being responsible for your life. You look at keeping your word. You look at stop complaining. Um, and you you learn to set goals. And so it's the book is really a roadmap of how to live a brilliant second half of your life. And um, I, I use, I bring in the science a lot. I'm not a scientist, but there's a lot of science uh, that has been um, studied of regarding aging and regarding that. I mean, I, I, I talk about Carol Dweck's book on mindset, which I think is very important. And Angela Duckworth, who wrote the book on grit and how important that is as we get older. So that's what it is. It's, it's like a, a roadmap, a guideline. 
Well, and Roadmap is perfect for somebody that travels uh, on the road so much with her trailer in tow. I love it. So when you write that book, just remember you have an open invitation to come back on the Aging Gratefully show and talk to us about it. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. So let's talk about the reality that some people face, and that is um, you're very uh, happy and you have purpose and fulfillment, but how do we conquer, face, deal with those bad and discouraging days? What advice do you have out there? Because some people are doing okay right now and some people are, are quite challenged. And what do you, what do you say to help them get through? You need to not try to make it go away. You need to look at, okay, why am I having this feeling? Why is, are my days so gray and depressing? Why do I feel this way? So you need to be with yourself, not try to make it go away, and maybe even write about it, uh, write a, jot a few words down of how physically how you're feeling, my stomach aches, my heart's palpitating, I'm sweating, whatever that, whatever it is. And look at what is the reason for that? What are some of the reasons? Is it a physical problem that you're having? Is it a mental problem that you're having? Is it a spiritual problem that you're having difficulty with? Because truly it will, if you, if you be with it, if you let it be and you love yourself through it, then the answers will come to you and you will find a way to look through it. Now, if it's a physical problem, then you need to decide what you're going to do about it. If you need some medical help, you need to get that. And if it's a spiritual problem, then, you know, everyone has their own spiritual needs and beliefs and, and look at that and emotionally the same. But I think that you need to be grateful you need to listen to yourself, you need to be kind to yourself, and you need to tell yourself that you are enough. You are good enough, you're kind enough, and you are just an amazing person. So it's a, uh, and also really works, Holly, is if they can reach out to somebody and talk to them and Mm -hmm. listen listen to your show I know I I was reading some of your reviews, people writing to you how that really helped them. Do that thing. Do that. Um, Reach out to people. All very, very good advice. And it's so true. I think it's, we forget that there's so many other, you know, we worry right now about, you know, we're in a pandemic. Obviously, we're worried primarily about what's in front of us. And that is, you know, COVID-19. There's so many other contagions that we need to be so mindful of. And that is, you know, emotional uh, contagions that are out there and the um, doom and gloom of the news that can anything. There's so many things that can get us off balance um, that we can kind of pick up and they we need to inoculate ourselves against those things, too. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. I love that word inoculate. And you said something so important. Turn off the news. I don't believe the news is going to help you with any kind of bad day. 
And so you just need to, oh, and get out into nature. If you can mm, get yes. out into nature and, and live for the moment and just look at life and thank your body. I mean, it breathes for us every day. It doesn't say, well, honey, I'm going to take a break now and not breathe for you. No, your body is just constantly there for you, working for you. And so be grateful and thank your body for uh, being part of, you know, keeping you alive and keeping you going. So yes. it's a, uh, but boys, I tell you, turn off that TV. Yes. Yeah. The news, it, not the TV, just turn off the news. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just want everybody to visualize a, um, a postcard that is just got the most incredible scene, your favorite uh, outdoor scene. And um, on the front of it and on the back side, it's addressed to you. And it simply says you're invited. And that's an invitation from the Mother Nature, from the great outdoors, from the universe, whatever you want to call it, to come outdoors and be with her. Uh, so it's so important to get outside. It is free and it's just so healthy and good for all of us. So it is. We're winding down um, quickly, and these shows go so quickly. We could have another hour with you. It's too much fun. Um, but I want to um, not have the hour end without talking about you have a course soon available. Uh, can you tell us about that? I can, and um, I, I named it Ready, Set, Go, because I think you need to get ready, and then you're set, and then you really go. Mm -hmm. And it also is um, how to live a purpose-driven second half of your life. And I mean, that's where I am. That's what I'm doing. But I really feel that uh, if people find a purpose bigger than they are, a purpose where they give of themselves, their talent, their um, wonderness, you know, their experience, then I feel that truly the second half of their life will be the best half. And that's what I, um, in, this, in the course, there are exercises. You, you keep a notebook, you do exercises, you do things like that. You listen to a short video, then you do exercises, then you listen to a short video. And so you, at the end, you end up with a notebook full of information and ideas, and you go from point A to B gradually. So that's what the course is. And uh, that also, you know, like you mentioned, my website, that's a place that they could find that. So yeah, it's yeah. really, really going to be fun. And you know, I just... I just invite people to come along with me on this journey. It's so amazing. <laughs> uh, no doubt about it. And um, I'm sure that they want to. So is there anything else before I ask you the last question of the show that you feel that um, in this time that we've had together that you must share with listeners? Is there something that we've overlooked that is just really something that they need to know? Oh, gee, I don't know. I mean, if you... <sighs> If you can find your purpose, I think that you will have an amazing life. But um, also, I want to meet people on the road. I want you to come up to me and say, is this who you are? And we will have a conversation. And uh, that's what I'm hoping will happen. But um, it's be, be curious and be loving and caring and have compassion for yourself and for others. And I think that the world will turn out just fine. Yes. And uh, if you want to follow along, um, you can also find, um, you know, catch her if you can um, in her RV. Uh, but she has uh, that posted on her website as well at KathleenSinclair.com, www.kathleenSinclair.com. 
K, um, KathleenSinclair.com. So uh, it's, you know, bittersweet because it's been an incredible hour, um, but it comes to it's a close so quickly. We want to know, Kathleen, how you age gratefully. We've learned so much, but tell us how you do it. Well, I age gratefully by challenging aging itself. And I don't see it as a, a negative thing. I see it as just, I don't know, life-giving. Um, and I think that um, I age gratefully by taking care of myself, by um, being open, by being curious, by uh, being a lifelong learner, um, and also aligning myself with like-minded people is very important to me. And uh, spending time with my family and friends, that's just, I'm just grateful every day. And if you can't see your friends, send them a little online e-card or something like that. I mean, just reach out. So that's how I am aging gratefully. Thank you. Oh, I love that. And I love the term life-giving. And I feel that uh, you definitely inspire others to uh, be life-giving as well. Such an inspiration, such an empowering show. We've so cherished the hour with you. And thank you so much for being a guest on the Aging Gratefully Show. Thank you too, Holly. Thank you. I look forward to talking to you again. You're very welcome. You've been listening to Aging Gratefully, and I'm your host, gerontologist Holly Kelly. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you've enjoyed our message, I invite you to subscribe and share it with others. May you remember to never act your age and that age is just a number. And may you enjoy and embrace the coming week in the spirit of gratitude. Until we meet again, here's to living your best life now. I used to think time was my enemy My future wasn't looking good So worried about the things I couldn't see I couldn't see the things I could I was aging fearfully Worrying my life away When all along I should have been Thankful for every day finally made a friend of time now you could say that i'm aging gratefully mm, aging gratefully as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.